Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Behind the scenes, behind the glass, there's no sports. It's Matt and Matt, two producers who happen to be homies, just joining on the jump. What a time to be alive season couple of regular guys It's season go have yourself a laugh It's season ah-ha-ha-ha Hey, what's up, everybody? Happy New Year. This is Drab. This is Monterey Matt Valdez. I've missed you, biddies. <laughs> Welcome back, Valdez, and it's glad to be back on... Bit season. We took last week's show off because Valdez was split for the coast. That's right. The West Coast is the best coast drive. Don't forget it. Hey, I've been telling you that for years, my friend. I know. What am I doing? Uh, but before we get started in episode 18 of Bit Season, we got to talk to you about Magnolia Admissions. Magnolia Admissions offers coaching on the college and law school applications process from mock interviews to help with personal statements. One of our P1s, Dave. Runs Magnolia Admissions. He graduated from an Ivy League school, conducted admissions interviews for over 15 years, and has reviewed thousands of applications as an admissions committee member. Make sure your loved one doesn't turn into AWOD. Visit magnoliaadmissions.com. That's magnoliaadmissions.com. And mention Bit Season for a special listener's discount. There you go. Do you know that I heard one time recently that... The reason why schools are so hard to get into now is because everybody just applies to a thousand schools and the, t- the top students are getting accepted to all the schools and it's pushing everyone else down. Really? So basically, instead of what we did, applying to three schools. I applied to th- uh, four schools. I applied to three schools. I think the, the most kids do like 15 to 20 schools now. Are you kidding me? I think so. That's a lot of application fees. I know, but it's so competitive that they think they're not going to get in. It's it's a bad it's it's a bad cycle is what's going on. What were your four schools? 
Um, oh, like, Arizona State. Arizona State. Yeah. Baylor, right? Was Baylor, it Baylor yeah. one? Because your brother went Baylor there. Baylor was basically my Harvard. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's depressing. <laughs> that's all. It was a little bit harder to get into a private institution in Texas. You're all about you're all about that river river I, tailgate. That was a pleasant surprise. I got to be honest with you. You got into Baylor? Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh, I did. My well, they. It's a, <laughs> you're a legacy. I'm a legacy because my brother went to Baylor. I have no idea why he went there, but I did almost go to Baylor and got accepted to Oregon. I was four for four, by the way. All right, I was three for three, and my backup was Washington State. Washington State was your safety. That's school. that's that's basically. Um, Extended high school for for those in <laughs> those, my, that part of the country. Basically, community college. <laughs> basically, it's a four year community college. Those are some strong schools. I was I was Maryland. Yeah. All right. Thank God I got into Maryland. I was Penn State. No, I hold on. I always heard about Penn State. The people say they get accepted into Penn State, but nobody gets accepted to the main campus. Oh, I was main campus. Are you sure? Positive. Everyone I was main gets campus. Penn State Altoona. No, or something I wasn't like Altoona. That. I was the university campus. Okay. All right. I was LA. They actually gave me a chunk of money too, but out of state tuition so expensive. Right. Match up to Maryland. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then good old Talzin. That was your. That was that your, was my safety huge, school, of course. Yes. So you only did three. Only did three. Maryland. Maryland was my pipe dream. If I didn't get accepted to Maryland, I don't know what I would have done. I probably needed Dave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So if your kids are going through this right now, uh, check out Dave and Magnolia Admissions. Love them. But it's good to be back with Valdez. Awad. We don't really know what's going on with him. He's trying out for this Richmond show, but I think he's only doing it on Thursdays and Fridays right now, and he does it right when we record this show. So for now, he's not on bit season, and it might be permanent if he gets the job in Richmond. Right. It's actually it's shocking to me that AWOD's career could be skyrocketing while we've just reached our glass ceiling about eight years ago. I, I actually think about that a lot, about AWOD being a medium market talent. And thus- <laughs> you know what? That, that actually is but depressing that Awad can walk around and say, I'm talent, and we mm-hmm. can't do that. Now, if we would have applied ourselves and made it a goal of ours, I'm sure we could have been in a position like Awad has, but he's worked you know, hard. We settle too much in our careers. Well, we're I think we're in a good position. We're on a we're on a great show. We got job security, at least a little bit, <laughs> more than most people that, in that radio. Is true. And you know what? We like we like working on the show every every day. There's a lot of people who don't like the show they work on. Name names. I can't do that. <laughs> but I will have when these mics go off. Was his name Drab and was this about 12 years ago? No, no, no. <laughs> of course not. I've liked every show I've been on on 106.7. But it's good to have you back. You were in Pebble Beach yes. last week. It's basically adult Disneyland, golf, have, a golfer's Disneyland, I, I guess have, you could say. I have to say I did miss you uh, when you were gone. I know. You say that a lot. And uh, I've come to the realization I'm gone a lot, too. But I don't text you when you're on vacation like you text me. Hold on. You mean like when I'm on vacation? Did well, I text you at all last week? You did not. Right. I let you do your thing with your boys. That's right. And I figured we'd catch up when, when you came back. Now, I did text you. Were you surprised by my... By my text. Te- what did you text me? I don't remember. All right, hold on. I'll bring it up right now. I texted you. All right. When was this? Um, all right. Uh, 
All right, besides, my first text was Friday. Do we have off Monday <laughs> <laughs> for Martin Luther King Day? Did I respond? And you said yes. I'm oh, okay. okay. And then I then I followed up and I said I've been peeking in during the mornings. Forgot how funny you were. Lots of drab time. Hey, you know what? I forgot about that. <laughs> I can't believe you sent that text. Why Read not? that again so everybody All picks right. up on that. All right. I've been peeking in during the mornings. Forgot how funny you were. Lots of drab time. Hey, I, that you know why that made me feel good? Because I don't remember being funny at all last week. And it's hard when you're not there because the Matt and Matt fa- uh, factory, the, the the bit season, yeah. the brain isn't turning the, like the that. The machine isn't working. Yeah, yeah. You, you don't have your partner shoveling coal into the steam engine. Exactly. We feed off of each other. Right, and Linnell was in here last week, and we have a we have Jeff a com- Walker. We have a comedic symbiotic relationship. Yeah. Hey, look at that text message that I just sent you. For, for some reason, that's my new re- going to be my new reply to people when they leave me unread. <laughs> I saw that on Twitter, and I couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> it's a screenshot. I just sent Valdez a screenshot of like a CNN article, and it says. Dave Chappelle didn't text Bob Saget back, and he regrets it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. By the way, we'll talk more about Bob Saget's oh, death yeah, later. So he's the, definitely later on the in bit season. Now, we, we, you know, we need to do a, a full in memoriam to Bob Saget. I know, well, well, especially heard, on this show. You heard me on the podcast when you went back and listened that I was upset at the Bob Saget coverage yes. on the Junkies. Yes, but I will say I I enjoyed a, a lot of drab time on the Junks and. Believe it or not, I never really check in on the show. And why would you? It, on your vacation. It's I a know, vacation. Exactly. You it's know? like work. But the problem is, is that I'm I'm out there playing golf with my buddy Jack. Yeah. And Jack and Wacky Jackie's a P one. Mm-hmm. All right. Loves the show. And like when he's showering in the morning, he has it playing on his Bluetooth speaker and everything. Uh-huh. And he can't get enough of the junks. And so I, I have to hear it and I get to and I'm sitting there nitpicking about um the wrong people doing the wrong live reads and everything. And he finds it annoying. And I just, I heard a couple of your segments and I said, you know what? Drab's entertaining. Hey, I, you were, you were entertaining me. I was, I was chuckling inside. It was, it, it was stressful enough having two guys, Linnell and Jeff, who've never worked on the show before. Right. Kind of running things um, as far as the audio and, and running the board. But I think we figured it out and there was a little bit of time for shtick. During the you, week, but when you told me your last meal was going to be a nacho plate, it was very fitting. <laughs> well, what me, else would have been? You act like you're surprised. That was my answer. No, but uh, the fact that you were quick and you knew it was going to be a nice nacho, <laughs> a nice nacho plate. <laughs> hey, thank you, man. Now I want to talk about your Pebble Beach segment on right. on the show because Monday morning after Wild Card Weekend, you figure we'd be segment after segment of NFL talk. Of course, right at seven a.m. I, I the junkies they don't have a feel at all for radio. They wanted to talk about Valdez right at 6 a.m. when no one's listening. And I said, no, no, no. We got to build it up a little bit. Right, keep we, it in your pants. We can get val- all the Valdez details at 7 o'clock because I'm sure it was a wild and wacky week in, uh-huh. in uh, California. And I want to hear all about it. And he deserves it. Valdez puts a, a lot of work into the show. <laughs> he deserves a nice full segment to talk about. Right in, right in prime time, too. A little early, you know, I could have waited till 8 o'clock. Oh, it's fine. But the, the guys, they, they wanted to get to it, I could I, tell. I'm actually, I'm kind of pissed off at the guys. All right. when And I think I know why. Well, 
I'm sitting there, uh, and I'm describing the Pebble. Wait, so who's on the show right, on So that Monday? show, Jason's off on it was right. Tuesday. It's been a confusing week. Yeah, so Jason was off Tuesday, so it was Eric, JP, and Cakes. Yeah. All right? And I'm, I'm going through the Pebble Beach trip, and I'm going through some of the notes. Uh, I thought it was funny that I played golf with a guy who has a glass eye. I thought it was maybe entertaining that I ate dinner with a Medal of Honor winner. Yeah. All right? Uh, Pebble, the most iconic course, iconic course in the United States, and they no sold it. And what I mean by that is, they took the segment off. It, they basically said, "This is your story to tell. Go ahead, tell the story, and we'll just sit there." Now, I actually, I do agree with that. I do agree with that that you pointed out after the segment was over. But I was entertained during your segment, so I'm letting you know right now that was not a bad segment. Of well, you recapping I, well, I your immediately, trip. I immediately felt like I did an awful job recapping the whole trip because, yeah. like, no. there were no there were no questions about the trip. You know, but nobody had, the questions were, "What did you do with your dog?" and "Drab, does your do your twin still have poopy diapers?" <laughs> <laughs> those were the questions. Those were about some, the trip. those were some terrible questions. Those they were not. They should have gone through actually a night by night. What did you do on this night? Did you get drunk here? What did you do after the round? Now tell me about going up to San Francisco and right. uh, did you guys go to any strip clubs or anything? <laughs> like, there's a million questions you could have asked, right? Right. They actually kind of did take the segment off, but I thought you you Honestly, presenting the I, segment I, I, was I, entertaining that that day because I did a lot I did a lot of uh, soul searching. I know after you that thought. Segment. Of, well, I know you thought about how that segment was going to go long before of Tuesday at seven a.m. Oh, of course. I, I, that's all I was doing was taking mental notes during right. the entire trip of what to bring back for the show. But I felt honestly after that I felt like a crappy storyteller. No, I you, did. You, I did. You needed because an engaged I, audience because I didn't have anyone engaged with me. The only person engaged was you, and I needed you. I know we need. A I need. I, I needed you to jump in. We need a hand signal, like a third base coach. Okay, right. I need to give you the sign to the jump sign in. of it's the it's the save producer me. sign. A save me sign. Jump in here and get involved because the guys are taking <laughs> another segment off. All right. You know, this is what it's called. We need a producer safe word. We do. <laughs> you know what? An audio audible safe word yeah. that the the biddies and you and me will know about. All right. Right. All right. Yeah, so well, we have to work that word into a into yes. We'll work it into a sentence. Right. All right. All right. I'm just thought of the word, and it's got to be tricky. All right. Okay. The word is bobblehead. Okay, because <laughs> okay. there's a bobblehead near you. All so right. if you hear me, Valdez, say the word bobblehead. Right. I like this. We are signaling to each other. Hey, jump in here. The guys are. The guys the aren't, guys helping, aren't me. helping me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, is that too hard of a word to work in? <laughs> what about what about something? It's got to be a word that we don't use very often. All right, something. What about like board malfunction? <laughs> okay. How am I gonna uh, How am I gonna use the word board malfunction? I don't know. Or just say just say what about mic cover? Mic cover, mic stand, mic something with something audio related. I like bobblehead. All right, all right, all right. It's all out right, there right. and I, we, we, it's stuck. All right, bobblehead. Uh, well, all right, now so it's on me and you to figure out how right. to work that into a, a sentence while we're talking. All right. So, uh, so all right, we're so saying, you, here, all right, let me try this. Okay. All right. Let me try this. All right. So, we're uh, number seven, the iconic par three at Pebble Beach. <laughs> 
Uh, I'm just I'm imitating uh, the junkies. Uh, yeah, okay, sorry. Uh, uh, yeah, no, it was playing about 80 yards. And hey, uh, Cakes, can you move that bobblehead real quick? <laughs> hey, Valdez, you know why you're talking about this trip? <laughs> what did you guys have for dinner? You mentioned the hay. Was that your big night out on the West Coast trip, or did I, you guys eat anywhere else? It was pretty nice. Uh, see, look, look at you. That's exactly what I needed. I didn't need snoring. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You know what? I like this. I like this. We're going to have to remember this. Yeah. Producer safe word. Producer safe word for us to help each other out. <laughs> and the out. listeners will be in on it, too, and they'll right. know exactly you guys, what we're doing. You guys will get will get a chuckle out of it. <laughs> Listen in your cars or, or watching on TV. Yeah, they... they Kind of no sold you. It was, as you said, a trip of a lifetime. Why didn't they ask any pictures about or ask about the pictures? Because they, ma- they didn't really ask about it, and I I made a big deal about it, and I posted some of them. I should I need to go through a lot. I know more. even because Eb was clubbing your your the caddy who took the picture when while you were gone. He said the donk didn't know how to. Do, whoever took the picture didn't know what he was doing. There's too much sh- shadowing. And it was one of the it was one of the photos of the four of you guys like with your arms around each other. Yeah, and I have and I have one of the selfies and everything, but no one really analyzed my outfit or anything like that. Now, are were you happy with your with your funeral pics? No, of course not. I thought you looked pretty good. Eh, well, that's strategic angling. I, and I and I studied your brain when the the fourth shot of how you were stand, kind of standing behind someone. Yeah, of course. Right to cut off half your body. Right. Harry, what do you think about this picture that I, I'm going to show you right now? All right, this mm-hmm. is me teeing off on 18. Oh, what hole? This is the 18th yeah, hole? Yeah, this is the iconic 18 at Pebble Beach. Let me zoom in on this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> There's a bit of a beer belly. I'm going to be honest. There's a bit of a beer belly. But the background, is, the background is beautiful. But your stomach never looks like that. I know. Exactly. It's just I'm contorting myself, and it's a weird angle. It is a weird like, angle. I can't, po- I can't post that because then everyone will be joning. Yeah. Which, by the way, I want to I want to say right now. Why don't you do what Kim Kardashian does and, I, and, and do edit do the photo? I don't know. I honestly don't know. But there's an easy way to suck in that waste a little bit. I <laughs> I know. I need to figure out how to do that. Because that, that is a beautiful background. Right. Exactly. Now, is that the is that the hole where you and your buddies were taking peas off <laughs> a pee off the cliff? Yes. So we uh, we just got drinks on number sixteen. By the way, I paid thirty four dollars for a transfusion. <laughs> how 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 that is unbelievable. <laughs> I know. <laughs> how were the 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 cart babes? Cart babes. Yeah. You mean the cart bobs? They were dudes. No, there's not a single cart girl on the course. Well, that's ridiculous. They had, they, that's had a sh- they had a shack. They had a shack out off number four. Wait, you're telling me Pebble Beach, the second most iconic course in America, doesn't have any smoking hotties? No hotties. Mick, uh, Mick Ultras? <laughs> no, no hotties serving up Mick Ultras. Uh, it's dudes, slovenly dudes with beer bellies as big as mine right. uh, serving drinks. You know what? I probably would have bought... More than just one transfusion. If they were hot, rolling around, of course. That's yeah. the whole point. Is you want to feel? You want to pay for interaction? It's basically a, a, a strip club. Yeah. It's the whole. It's the whole purpose of a cart girl. Is so you can walk up, flirt a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe uh, tip more than you should just to have her smile at you. Hey, let me ask you a question about donks on the golf course. Hey, by the way, look here. Hold on. This is at eighteen. Jack did it right. He's wearing all black as opposed to me. Oh, Jack looks great, and he's he's wearing a hoodie though. Yeah, you can wear golf hoodies. That's a little disrespectful for Pebble Beach. Is it more disrespectful that I? 
off the uh, number eight, the cliffs. Yeah, of that's that's a, that's kind of a show. Now, let me ask you about the clientele at Pebble Beach. Can you tell that these people ooze money, uh, or do they look like? And is there any behavior like you see at Muni courses, like guys just t- disrespecting the course, like on their golf cart or going way too fast or hooting and hollering? <laughs> is any of that? Does that happen at all golf courses or just the ones I play at? You know what we did, Dram? What we had the music going. Oh, you had the music going. Yeah, of course we had the music going. Did you play the Purple Hearts playlist? <laughs> no, uh-huh. I did not. That's that's special. I can't break that out. Okay. Of but we had we had our Pebble Beach playlist. Yeah. All right. So we got all the Cali songs is it, going. Is, oh, okay. All right. All right. So we got like Alt Nation and, and uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers. You know how many times we heard Californication? Did you play the um, Orange County song, California? Oh, okay. <laughs> the mean from the OC. Oh, the OC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah, 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 <laughs> no, yeah. I, should, I wish we should have put that on California. the list. California. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, you know what? A Pebble Beach playlist. I like that. And it was, um, so, but there was no girls driving around on the on the golf course. That's just, weird to me. Just, just smelly old dudes. And by the way, I don't know, I don't understand who they bribed to get that job. Because it's, you know how, you it's know how probably, Vegas, it's probably be like your grandfather had that job. Because you know how in Vegas they say like doormen, like to be a, a Vegas doorman. Is Are you talking like, about like at a hotel? Or something? Yeah, like mm-hmm. in a hotel. Yeah, is like a premier job. It's like you know you make like a hundred grand in cash. Tips. Right. This has to be the equivalent of a Pebble Beach cart boy. Yeah, I because mean, because all you're doing is driving around, serving up rich donks drinks, who are paying thirty dollars for for a transfusion. Right. They're probably tipping you ten bucks a drink. It's got to be a premier gig, and they won't give that to just some twenty-four-year-old uh, co-ed. I would think that being a uh, cart girl at Pebble Beach, like that's the top of the of the service industry. In that's that what area. you strive for. That's what you strive for, right? I guess you know how you go to college for uh, food and bev. Exactly. That's what you. That's the kind of job you want to land. And the day you turn thirty, you're fired. <laughs> of course. <laughs> they, they, see, they, see, they see one wrinkle on that face. You're effing fired. All right, all of you girlfriends out there, yeah. guys who listen, yeah. don't be mad at me. I'm just joking yeah. around. <laughs> um, what about the other courses that you played? Because you, I'm in. I'm most intrigued by this course called Pacific Grove. Yeah, right? Pacific Is that a thing? Grove. I, I when I was playing, Pacific- I saw some pictures of that dog track, and I feel like you got <laughs> duped. You were talking, or or someone's getting duped because you talked about all these great courses out there, and I'll give you Pebble Beach, but I saw pictures of that other Pacific course. <laughs> now look, the the water looks the same. I'll give you that. The water looks beautiful, you, but the I, grass was all burnt up. <laughs> I actually I thought about you a lot, Drabby, during all that right. round because this place, Pacific Grove. It's called Poor Man's Pebble. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. So it, Pebble Beach to play there without caddy fees or cart fees or whatever is a flat rate of five seventy five. Pacific Grove is seventy five. Seventy five bucks. <laughs> seventy five bucks. Hey, you can. It almost it costs that much to play at South Riding. <laughs> no, you can play Reston National for, for more money than that's unbelievable. Seventeen fifty seven costs more money than Pacific Grove. And is this just like a half mile up the road? Um, it's about a te- it was about a ten minute drive from okay. our hotel. Uh, and but right on the coast. The maj- so no 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 no. So they trick the fir- you. So the first nine holes are all inland. All right. So you're basically spraying the ball. 
you know, on 300-yard par fours. So so those cor- it just looks like a normal— it, it's, it, it is actually the first nine are the biggest muni course in the world. They have nets up. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it's basically like bumper bowls. <laughs> they have nets up so you don't pummel some rich dude's house. And now, was it a, it's not a par three course, is it? No, it's not a par three course. But then, but, but but as as the back get, nine. But as soon as you get to the back nine, all of the holes are like on the ocean. That is. How are there so many golf courses Just on, on the, the ocean? ocean? I, I don't, don't get understand. it. Then. You know what? Uh, That's prime realty yeah, right there. You know what Rodney Dangerfield says? What does he say? Shack. He says, country clubs and cemeteries, worthless Worthless real estate. <laughs> Waste of real estate. It is. I mean, look, it's beautiful for the people who play there, but I can't imagine what that land is worth. And you're playing and they're doing it on a seventy-five dollar green fee. I, I I don't know how the what the maintenance is. Obviously it's not the maintenance isn't as good as Pebble, but it it was a fun it was actually my favorite round. And you want to know why? Because it was hit and giggle golf. No, oh, that's what you like. Just screwing around with the oh, boys. Oh, yeah. We were screwing around with the boys. We played as a five sum. We were drinking beers, dipping. Let me uh, ask you something. Bum, bumming cigs from everybody. You said you were nervous before your first shot. At I was. Pebble. When I'm nervous, I get diarrhea. <laughs> Did you have. There was no Hershey pre, squirts. A pre round <laughs> run to the bathroom. There was no pre round run to the bathroom. <laughs> Although I will say. We got there. We got there early, yeah. right? And we warmed up and everything. And everyone was feeling a little bit of the nerves. So we all went into the bar, and I got a bloody mary. Everybody got a beer, and we cheersed. And Said, let's have a good day. Yeah, let's have a good day. And then we went out on the course. All right, what day did you play Pebble? I could actually talk to you about this golf trip for an hour. I'm not sure. Literally, I'm not sure if anybody else cares. Like the junkies didn't care, but I'm interested. Bobblehead. Bobblehead. <laughs> what uh? What day did you play Pebble? I played I felt like that on... was early in the week. I played, let's see, when did I leave out? I left uh, Monday. I played Wednesday, Wednesday at Pebble. And you played Thursday at, at the... At Pacific Grove. Okay, so no wonder that seemed like a, a crappy course. You played it the day well, after Well, I know, Pebble. that was the whole point of scheduling that you course. You should have said that Pebble was, for that, Friday. No, 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 because then you would probably be tired. Uh, see, okay. you're, you're a rookie when it comes I am, to I'm golf rookie, trips. Yeah. You want to schedule the good golf like the second time you go, because you don't want to be aching... And have your back on fire by the last day. And by the way, the Pacific Pacific Grove, yeah. we it's and we dubbed it the fast food of golf because we just had fine dining at Pasatiempo mm-hmm. and the finest dining filet mignon golf at Pebble Beach. And sometimes you just want to pummel a, a cheesy quesadilla, right? And I, that's and that's what the kind that of golf was at Pacific Grove. I that makes perfect sense, right? Yeah. How many times can you eat at the Palm? For me, never again. I'm not a big <laughs> but fan. But, I, but I I'm just saying, yeah. like, you know, the, the whole nines, two up, two hour dinners. Absolutely. Wine and a decanter, uh, a four course meal. Sometimes you just want a nice, greasy burrito. Exactly. So, sometimes <laughs> you want a bacon cheeseburger and you're shitting it out <laughs> in four hours. That's what you want. I totally get that. Now, what about Cakes thinking that he can play these golf? Because you mentioned pasta. Pasta tiempo, okay. <laughs> pasta tiempo, okay. but okay. pasta tiempo, uh, tiempo, and how hilly it was. Yes. Do you think Cakes could have carried his bag all eighteen holes like you did? No chance. Cakes, who, who self-admitted today he's out of shape <laughs> and he wants to look like he did with Brett Michaels on stage <laughs> with him. There's just there's zero percent chance. And I was Cakes it, disrespects the, the the art of golf. He does the grind. He doesn't under he doesn't understand that your calves are going to be on fire from walking four miles, five miles of hills. 
What he just uh, he's just he's a robot. He what? runs the same trails for three, four yeah, miles. Yeah, he does. He is a runner pal- with his palms up, and then goes home and uh, isn't thinking about twisting, bending, and contorting himself. Right. All right. Back to <laughs> back to. I'm actually the thing I'm most intrigued about it is because this was a guy's trip. Guys. Okay? Did you smoke any doobies while you're out there? <laughs> no doobies, no edibles. Oh. First of all, that's a question the junkie should have asked. Oh yeah, that one. I'm not no, a, nobody. I'm not I know, a big, you, yeah, I'm not I know, a big I, edibles. Guy. I don't think you I, actually. I don't know if you've ever done that. At least not in a long time, because you never talk about that. Or and that's not something that that you just like to pound beers. That's <laughs> yeah, it. Right? I, I'm a pound beers kind of guy. I let me look at me. Yeah. <laughs> I, there's no way you can. Uh, Smoke a bowl before you play one of those courses. I, that would ruin that would actually, the experience. Yes, it right? would ruin my experience if I if I uh, packed a bowl or lit up a blunt right. before a uh, pebble. Now, did you look for Jim Nance's house? Uh, the caddy pointed it out. To oh, us. doesn't know. Yeah, because I think because I think everybody asks where mm-hmm. Jim Nance's house is. Now, did you ask where? Um, who's the Ron putter? Rivera? No, no, no. You should have. <laughs> no, who's the uh, Scotty Cameron's house? I didn't ask about that. Or, or the or Thomas Keller. Did not ask that. You didn't. You didn't. I was more. I was focused on Nance, and I didn't realize. Do you know Nancy's moving? He's moving away from Pebble. Yeah. Why? Or where is he going? I think he's moving to Nashville. Oh, everybody's moving to Nashville. Let me tell you, that's a downgrade. <laughs> I think so. That's too. a complete downgrade. I, I'm sitting there. I'm sitting there looking around, drinking my transfusion, going, "He's moving away from this." I didn't think you could get sick of the sun and the waves, but apparently you can. I think he remarried or something, so maybe his. I think his, I think his wife doesn't like the attention, while uh, while on the course. That's kind of what the caddy was hinting at. Oh, okay. She, so Jim, Jim, Man, only, Jim, Jim on wants the other to hand, blend in in Nashville. Yeah, Jim on the other hand loves it. I think. Hey, he I, likes he loves rolling around in his Mercedes Benz car. Sometimes when you get married, you gotta make uh, <laughs> sacrifices. Sacrifices. I don't know about moving away from Pebble, but apparently he's willing. I to. find a new wife. Now I, I found this the most interesting is that you were hyping up John Madden's restaurant to me. Okay, all oh. fair. Oh and yeah. You were saying that John Madden booth and John Madden's gets, and you and I. You said this name of this place. It was like Cafe What, what was it? Cafe name? Fina. Ca- Cafe Fina. That looked like some. Hole in the wall dive bar in Falls Church. <laughs> okay. And you're so, hyping up this Cafe Fina place with John Madden's uh, sealed it, off booth. Okay. It's, a, it's, a, it's in the Fisherman's Wharf in Monterey. Yeah. And apparently, the own, like John Madden lived out in Monterey. I don't know when or mm-hmm. what period of time, but he, he was stumbling around looking for a bowl of clam chowder. Yeah. And so he walked into this place in Cafe Fina and go ask the owner, "Do you guys have clam chowder?" And the owner goes, "Yes." And he goes, "I'll give it to you for free, and if you don't like it, don't ever come back." So John Mann kept coming back. So he kept coming back, coming back, and he started becoming friends with the owner. Okay. We met the owner. He gave us his life story. Was, started, he, was he 100 years old? Uh, but old. Started okay. started yeah. sobbing when talking about the story. 
uh, of John passing. And, and <laughs> he's that, probably telling that story thirty times a day. He should probably should probably get a Golden Globe. <laughs> <laughs> he's duping you into ordering some clam chowder. Yeah. You, know, you know, it worked because all of us got a bowl of clam of chowder. <laughs> he's telling that story to every group that comes in. A bunch of dummies. John Madden probably ate there two times in his life. <laughs> I think the secret ingredient in the chowder are are chef tears. Right, exactly. It's, it's like a, the, it's like the Bill Cosby booth at, at Uncle Ben's. Yeah. <laughs> I think they got rid of that, but for a while. But but it's he's telling us the story, sobbing about how he misses the poker games and. And he was just texting with him the other day. And then my buddy says, why just stash him in a home for, for all those years? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, the John Madden booth, it's, it's actually, it, it's, it's so old. Like they found, they found basically uh, AFC championship Raiders jacket that from a Goodwill store that they threw and on they the back of a chair. Oh, yeah, yeah, they decorated it oh, and then roped it off. <laughs> that's funny. Now, I was intrigued when you told me that you love San Francisco. Oh, I love it. San Francisco gets a bad rap these days, and I haven't been there in about 15 years, but I always thought it was the most beautiful city I've ever been to, like major city. Yes, I would, I would agree, and the homelessness is a problem. Yeah, right. I saw a homeless guy poop on the street. You actually, you actually saw a guy I, defecating. I saw a guy pull his What's pants. What's so romantic down. about that? That sounds awful. <laughs> what, uh, what San Francisco? Or homeless yeah, like, people pooping. Well, just if it's if it's a homeless problem so bad that you well, know, you just you gotta see guys you gotta pooping. ignore it. And you know what? Every big city has its problems. And you could you could argue that I know, but there's not guys taking uh, making duty out there by the Washington <laughs> Monument. <laughs> You know what I mean? I'm sure it's happened. They, but. they, they grab those guys and throw them in an alley somewhere. Well, it's just, if you're homeless, you just move out to the West Coast because you don't have to deal with the cold elements. Now, was San Francisco cold at all? It was butt cold at yeah, night. Yeah, it seems butt cold there. It, it doesn't was, snow or anything like that. It's nice during the day and then butt cold at night. And then we had, we had a mandate, Wacky Jackie and I, during the day. I thought the whole thing was a mandate. No, I mean, there's other guys, but okay. everyone had, oh, like everyone had left. Yeah, everyone had left uh, by then. Is this Friday night? This is uh, Friday night. Okay, you've already played all your we rounds We played of Olympic golf. Club. Thank, shout out to Biddy Omar, who's a bit season fanatic and uh, Junkies fanatic. Is, now, who's Omar? Is he the guy who, he, the guy who hooked you yeah, up Yeah, he's there? the guy that hooked us up Wait, now, What was with you club? tweeting at some random bartender? Oh, that was kind of embarrassing. It was but embarrassing. What Looking were you back. doing? Looking back. Were you Looking drunk? Back. You were oh, drunk. Of course, I was drunk. So you're hammered having all hammered the bit seasoned people tweet a random bartender <laughs> for a free tab. Why wasn't that brought up on the That junkies? should have been brought up. That should have been top of the... I forgot about that. Yeah, because the guy, uh, he saw us having a good time and he's asking us if we're out of town. And then he starts asking about what we do and stuff, or you know. And Jack tells him how I work in radio, and he's asking us if it's popular. And I said, "Yeah, I think it's popular." And you asked and for then, his Twitter handle yeah, during the said, middle of this. Yeah, and I said, "I said, here, I'll show you how popular it is." Oh my god, you were drunk. <laughs> I know. God, that is that is. I'm actually dying inside right now for you. I can't trust believe me, you did that. Trust me, there was there was a, a a moment in time where I'm contemplating deleting my tweets the next morning. <laughs> I think you should have. I know. I really should have. And then I just felt stupid. Did you pay full price? Uh, I did not. So oh, he, he hooked you. Yeah, oh yeah, he hooked us. He charged us like thirty bucks, and then uh, we tipped him a hundred dollars. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's a good night. Yeah. 
That's so, it was a, it was a great send off. Was it depressing coming back here? A little Very bit? depressing. Yeah, and especially after a night on the town, and then going to doing the airport shtick. It's always a bad feeling. That's why I don't. I, I people like to take tropical vacations during the winter time. I save my tropical vacations for July, especially when it's snowing here. Yeah, it's, because it's too depressing. It when is. You it's come but back. depressing. You know, like all I, you all you want to do is just curl up in a ball and thinking about your your fun trip. Absolutely. You, you want to detach when from I reality. come back from uh, when I go to spring training with the junkies or every once in a while I'll go out to Arizona in the springtime and you come back here and it's still snowing. It sucks the life out of you. It really does. And you, and you know what the worst part is, is that when you're flying back and you're wearing like a, a, a thin layered hoodie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Comfortable clothes. And then you step outside and it's zero degrees. Yeah, it's right. like wearing a tropical t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, uh, I've done that many times. And it was also it was also an awful flight because I didn't I flew United and they don't have live TV. So I was all excited to like bet the Bengals Raiders game uh-huh. and then chill, uh, watch the game on the flight. And you know, make the make the five hours go by quick. You know why I respect you, Valdez? Why? Because I knew you were flying back this weekend, this past weekend, and on Saturday, yeah, Saturday, right, and right in the right in the start of the Bengals Raiders game. I think my flight uh, left at one ten p.m. And I gave Eric a hard time about this, but I was impressed that you put in the time and the research to catch up on all the NFL action. You knew exactly what all the big storylines were, what people, the calls that were missed. You knew way more than EB, who spent all weekend here not watching football. I did. I believe I'm the one that uh, brought up the controversial whistle. You did, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, what can I say, Drab? I'm a professional. And I could have used you, though. I, I needed you last week. I don't say this often, but I needed you for that Bob Sa- Bob Saget segment. When Bob Saget passed away on a Sunday, and it was the day after mm. Washington football team's final game against the Giants, and you wouldn't think there, there would be a lot of time for a Bob Saget segment, but I had to put it in there, and I wanted it at 645 so we could t- talk a little football. Well, he's an American icon. American, I called him America's dad on the show, and many people have this past few weeks as well. Like, I don't, I don't want to put down John Madden or, like you but right. the death of Bob Saget is probably. Well, it was sudden. Well, it was sudden, we, and I, that makes it bigger in my eyes. But I would say the death, to me, of Bob Saget is bigger than the death of now, John Now, did you Madden. go back and listen to that segment? Of Bob Saget on I the Junkers. I and did. did you hear me get upset? I did. At, and at you the should lack have. of coverage that the Junkies gave I, Bob I, Saget. I love you for it because it, Thank it, you. it was it was disrespectful to talk about hot tubs for, I know. for 10 minutes. How can they not care? I understand they're older. They didn't grow up watching Bob Saget in Full House every day. By the way, I, I was upset about all the Full House jokes on Twitter. What do you mean, Full House jokes? I room for rent, oh, you know, or <laughs> Fuller House is now back down to Full House. But disrespectful, so dust disrespectful. I I was starting to I was thinking about Bob Saget a lot, um, about Full House, and then his transition to America's Funniest Home Videos. America was America's Funniest Home Videos. It was a huge bigger in my house. than Full House. 
Uh, I think it was because it, it was on N. It was on uh, whatever ABC. Time. It was yeah, on ABC. ABC on Sunday nights. And if you, uh, I don't, I don't um, have that fond of memories like watching popular TV shows when I was a kid because I didn't have cable until like eighth so grade. Or, I know, so no. <laughs> but I remember everyone talking about like Saturday Night Live, which is on NBC. But like I had to go to bed, so right. I never watched a lot of that stuff that everybody was talking about. But if you didn't watch America's Funniest Home Videos, right. Monday morning recess sucked in fifth grade. I know. And then you know what it was like? It was like our first introduction to sports talk radio because all you did was talk about your favorite videos. Exactly. And, and then you say, you know how they did the three finalists and they would shine the light on the crowd, yeah, the uh-huh. family and the crowd. Yeah, and everything. It was always uh, and it then was so exciting. To, yeah. Trying had, to predict who was going to yeah, be. You had to predict who was going to win. Yeah. And then when, that, when your video didn't win, you would uh, be cranky about it. Yeah. And you say, how does that not win? That one's definitely the funniest. Now, and what was the prize? Was it ten thousand dollars? I think it was ten thousand dollars. And didn't they have um, at the end of the year like all the all, all the winners all would the winners, come back? Yes. And then they, I just that remember, one was like a hundred thousand dollars. And it, they had all the balloons like on set, the red, white, and blue. Oh yeah. Also, yeah. for an iconic show, I was thinking about this worst theme song ever. Can you even tell me? The theme song. Red, white, and blue. The funniest things you do. America, America, this is you. All right, so you do remember it. For as, for as popular as a TV show as it was. No one isolate that, by the way. Okay. Nobody talks about the theme song for that show. It should be a, it should be a household up there with Full House and Family Matters, <laughs> and all the other great TV show theme songs. Right. You know what? Cheers. You know what? It's a shame. It's a shame Bit Season has a better theme song than <laughs> America's <laughs> Funniest Home Videos. I actually think that, that <laughs> when we came up with, you guys, I don't know if you know this, when we came up with the uh, Bit Season theme song, we thought of Full House. Yes. That's what we told Richmond John we wanted. We wanted a throwback to a 80s ca- yeah. um, campy. campy TV shows. Yes. Richmond John gets a lot of credit for composing it. But the, but it was kind of our brainchild. Uh, yeah, he he. We were the script writers. He was the director, basically. Yes. Now we we came up with the idea, but he he it was a masterful. God damn, I miss Bob Saget, man. <laughs> I miss Bob Saget, and not that do, I. Do you know what? Um, do you know what doesn't get a lot of just run? made you feel good. You know what doesn't get a lot of what? run what? is his resurgence during the Aristocrats movie. I saw that. I saw some a lot of people talking about that. A lot of people in like he had like he had a because remember when he like he just all of a sudden he shed his America's dad. Yeah, uh, that was role. Now was that the big thing that his big coming out party? That was like his. That was his later resurgence. And what was the line? Is that everyone knew him as you know Full House, Danny Tanner, America's Funniest Home Videos, and then and then when we got older, like. When we hit our mid twenties, that's when all of a sudden he came out as this raunchy, yeah, real cokehead comedian. And then he like he was started saying the jokes about how he like, uh, like all the all of his fans who know him as Danny Tanner want to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was talking about like having sex. Yeah, with, like, having 20, sex with twenty three year old girls. Yeah, have, doing that. Yeah, um, that that was around Amer- the aristocrat time. American too. icon, huge American icon. Gone too soon. Now, I'll be honest. I wasn't really following Bob Saget's comedy career like late in in, in the yeah, game. Yeah, like we here. were going around to uh, the cellar. Right now, he comedy never cell. he never came to the studio, but we did meet him. Or actually, you did not. But the traveling virus tour. I met Bob Saget. 
backstage out there. Oh, that at was Opie and Anthony's thing. Opie and Anthony's thing yeah. was like the first week or two, something like that, that I moved to D.C. I And I remember being, I didn't care at all about Opie and Anthony. You were awestruck. I was awestruck by Bob Saget because growing up, I didn't listen and being on the West Coast, Opie and Anthony weren't really even out there. I didn't, the, like those guys didn't blow me away. Carlos Mencia and Bob Saget, <laughs> who I got size for. I mean, that, that's that's actually spitting on Bob Saget's grave. I, I didn't even know who Jimmy Norton was. <laughs> do you do you know what um you know what else it makes Bob what Bob Saget makes me remember? What's that? It makes me remember Full House and how the do you remember when you first found out Alanis Morissette's song you ought to know about was Joey it, was about Joey of about course Dave I remember. it was always the rumor but then I guess it really was true I never I was never a big Uncle Joey fan was it Joey or was Joey hold on you're making me forget yeah it was Joey okay, Dave yeah, Coulier, yeah, yeah. Joey on the cut show cut it out yeah okay yeah cut it out by the way Joey also I, ha- I, Joey also had a show that followed America's Funniest Home Videos he did it was um what was the name of that show? I'm, I'm trying to remember, but he hosted. He hosted. And it was a low rent version. Yes, it was basically a ripoff of America's Funniest Home Videos, and he had like characters. He had it. that dumb rabbit. As for me, yeah, <laughs> yeah, catch me if you can. What? Uh, what? America's Funniest People. Yes, that's oh, what, what, it a is. Sh- <laughs> what a what a shit show. <laughs> what a sham. <laughs> what a ripoff. They use the same guy from the same series. Hey, can you imagine those TV execs? Hey, we'll just TV do- execs suck. <laughs> hey, we'll just pull the nubs, the nubs comedian from yeah. America's Funniest Home Videos, and then instead of calling it America's Funniest Home Videos, yeah. we call it America's Funniest People. I'm sure the show got monster ratings. Oh, well, I used to watch it. I watched it, again, because it was on ABC and I was a kid and that was free TV. That's what we had to watch. There weren't many options. It was either that or Star Trek at the time. But <laughs> I was never a big... I, I Look, I liked them all. I mean, I liked all the characters, but he never... The woodchuck... Oh. The woodchuck puppet. Oh, what's the one with, with two yeah. hands on his head? Oh, Ranger, Ranger Rick. Ranger. Ranger. <laughs> Something like that. He sucks. Dave Couillet sucks, but unfunny. <laughs> he rode the coattails of Bob Saget. He did. He absolutely did. Bob Saget was was great on that show. It, it, it must have been tough for him, too, because here he is, Bob Saget, as a comedian, and he's the dork on the show. Uncle Jesse's probably just banging a thousand, yeah. a thousand women a week. Yeah, he was back living then. in the basement where it doubled as his music studio. Exactly. No, I'm talking about in like real life. Oh, oh right. Real so you life. have the three stars of the show of the of the right. adult males. You have Dave Couillet, who's famous. People think he's funny. He's probably hooking up with chicks left and right. And Danny Tanner is is this dorky guy that nobody. It's he's actually very similar to um, Urkel. All right, okay. like in real life, Jaleel White's a cool guy. Yeah, and, but you know he's, he's got Urkel. he's got a boring weatherman job. Right, you know what I mean? Yeah, he. I mean he he was he was not the, he's the straight edge. He was a straight guy, and he let the the other guys be get all the attention on that show. Right, he yeah. was. Uh, Danny was the guy that you would that would use the vehicle for their lesson. Like the the moral of the show, yeah. Danny would be the guy who is who is doing it at the end. No, it really was a great show. Now, as far do you like that show more than Fresh Prince? Yes, me too. Me too. What about? Um, do you know, I like I like everything about Full House except Kimmy Gibbler. Oh, Kimmy Gibbler! 
She would ruin terrible the, she ruins the show. Ruins the show. You're absolutely right about Thank you. that. <laughs> you, she, 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 I hate it when she would come over. I know. So would I. Annoying. Reminded you all of your annoying friends. Yeah. Um, I liked, um, what was the show? So you had TGIF. You had Full House. I think Family Matters. Family Matters. Awesome show. Definitely. I, uh, step I, for, for me, Family Ma- Matters greater than Fresh Prince if we're talking about oh, yeah, I black would, family shows. I would definitely love Family, family Matters. Family Matters, definitely higher on the totem pole than Fresh you, Prince. I I had a massive crush on Laura Winslow <laughs> back <laughs> when I was in middle school. I actually, actually, so much so. I want to tell you this. And you, you don't know this. I had such a crush on Laura Winslow uh-huh. that I told everyone at school that I had a black girlfriend <laughs> in Portland. <laughs> <laughs> Because I wanted to date her so bad. I was in fifth or sixth grade at the time. I had I had the big crush on who was the tomboy in uh, Step by Step. Cody. <laughs> I, I, I know that's that's the doofus. There, uh, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. the doofus. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know had, you're talking about. Uh, 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 the tomboy. God, I forget her name. Um, but that was that was my that was my crush. You yeah, your crush. She, she had like a coming out party where she all of a sudden went to some college party. Yeah. She wore this black dress, and all of a sudden she had boobies. That's what. That's when all of a sudden it lit for me. Really? That. Yeah. Hey, now I didn't go to the extent and, and lie and say I had a fake girlfriend like you did. Yeah, I know that was embarrassing. <laughs> we broke up a couple of weeks later after I started <laughs> oh, yeah. telling people. Have everybody's asking you questions. too many questions. <laughs> hey, drive. Does she call you before or after her set? <laughs> Hey, can you get me no, no, an no, autograph? It wasn't, it, it wasn't, it wasn't dating Laura Winslow. I was just so into black women at the time that I told, I told people that I had a girlfriend. What, what was her name? Her name, I think, was Diashra or something. No, no, like Diashra? Diashra, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so cringeworthy. Well, uh, hey. Tell me, tell me some more about these fibs. Were you, tell me, like and that's you, all I remember. Did you like tell them that you guys would call every night or something like that? I How old were you? I was in, I think, fifth grade. Oh man, it was right before I started and actually. You know, that's I what, told you my first girlfriend was in seventh grade. Right. My first real girlfriend. I see. I don't blame you because that's when your mind starts starts really coming up with like imagination stuff. It's, and, you, it, it's tough to keep up. You gotta, you, you know, and you want to seem cool. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> so uh, one of the boys in the class, the, the guys, to, to says, like me, think yeah. I had something going on. Yeah, he so, goes, "Drap, who you who you seeing?" And then you're here's all put, the on, you're put about, on the spot. Here's the good thing about making up girlfriends back then: there weren't a lot of questions. <laughs> right? right? You were like Manti Teo before yeah, Manti Teo. I really was. <laughs> I was a child, so I think I get a pass. <laughs> But I loved Family Matters. I loved Family Matters. Yes. For me, I think it almost as good as Full House. But do you know who Steve Urkel's alter ego is? Urkel, Stefan Urkel. Are you kidding okay, me? Okay. Is, uh, scoop of vanilla, scoop of chocolate. Don't waste my time. <laughs> All right, extra scoop of chocolate for drab. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, man. Um, yeah, so Bob Saget did not get get the recognition and love you know, I'm, that he I'm deserved, happy but that he, got we, a, he gets it on this I show. I know. I'm happy that we gave him the time that he deserves on this show. Right. And by the way, I'm 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 very happy that it was it was nothing uh, uh, nefarious that was going on in his hotel room. Oh, like 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 cheating dr- on his wife with some hookers or something or, like or that. Or drugs. As as I know. I know. Eric immediately yeah. thought about drugs. 
in, in well, his Eric hotel always room. thinks the worst. So right. it, it made it made me happy knowing that it was well, not happy, but you know what I mean. That, that it, it was, was natural causes. Yes, it was natural. Causes. All right, now back to the junkies, which the show is supposed to be about. Oh yes. Okay. What do you make of Lurch this week on the show saying he wants to stay in the other studio and not be one of the boys here in the junk studio? It's it's depressing to me. I didn't like that either. It's because Jason has slowly, because you know how we talk about how Cakes doesn't have any friends yeah. or anything like yeah. that. That's a, a different type of antisocial that Jason's going through. Jason basically wants to avoid any human interaction at this radio station. And you think about at it. At the radio when, station, because when he leaves here, he's a social butterfly, right? Uh, he He's hobnobbing with all the Loudoun County elites. Right. But but think about when he when he leaves here. Mm-hmm. He, Jason purposefully walks the walks the detour, the scenic route at this station. Yeah, people I don't know. So he doesn't really, so really he doesn't that. come in contact with like CK or even you. He doesn't or, like small talk. He doesn't like small talk. Unlike Cakes, who only cares about small talk. Nothing <laughs> deep. <laughs> exactly. But it's it's and it's our fault because we were feeding into that antisocial behavior that Jason has. Yeah, well, it had to be done this week. We can't really talk about it, you know, but you guys can figure out what... what you, can, to, you guys can connect the dots. Yeah, connect the dots, as I think JP said on the show this week. So we're keeping the guy separate just in case. We don't want anybody else to get sick. And Jason was gone last week, so we wanted... To, we He's been in that studio the entire week. He hasn't come, come in contact with anybody. Um, but he seems to be enjoying it over there. Do you think it's going to become permanent? No. Do you think we he's told go, him, you, We told him, Monday, know, you're back in the studio. Do you think he's going to push for it to be permanent? I mean, I think he can push all he wants. We need to, we need the guys to be in the same studio and and looking at each other and you think, vibing off each other. Yes. Do you think Jason is going to turn around and look at us more as the show's going? We on? should get Jason a giant mirror behind cakes. Okay. <laughs> all right. So Jason is just staring into that. If he wants to look at us, he just looks into the mirror behind cakes, and the reflection goes back to us in the other room. I know it's it's hard talking crap about the junkies when you have so many eyes on you. I know. I saw <laughs> people saying today uh, on the text saying, "Jason, can you read the producer's lips in that studio?" He, they wanted to know what we were saying about the guys. It was like in the sixth day of hour. It made me laugh because I think we were talking yeah, about. Yeah. It. If you want to hear that, then you're gonna have to pay for premium coverage. Yeah, of season. <laughs> <laughs> we need a premium version of this season. Founding members. Hey, also, we were told we uh, we can't do T-shirts or merch at this time, but I saw a movement of people wanting Bit Season merch online. We're hoping that we can do that someday, but uh, we can't do it right now. But we know that we would have some killer gear. Of course. It would be so sick. Yeah, it wouldn't be on the beefy tees either. It'd be no, good-looking tees. It wouldn't tees. be lame radio station gear. It, it, it would look great. So You know what I want? I want a Bit Season koozie. Oh. <sighs> I would, I would love it. We kill for a bit. You know, why don't we go in, in into our pocket for those? <laughs> or not? <laughs> or not? What? Um, I thought, I thought it's been a, a pretty good week of shows this week. The other things here that I, that we could t- touch on is that that made me laugh to this week is Eb talking about how angry he gets when D goes to bed at him at the same time. I at first I didn't understand it, but now I kind of do what right. he was thinking. He basically. He wants a head start in the race, like like going to bed at the same time. You're, you're just thinking about all the extra Z's. His well, wife is Well, not just getting. that, but like you, if you go to bed by yourself, you have the whole bed to yourself, and it's just easier to fall asleep than it is 
you know. But that's not, I don't think that's why he's upset. He's upset that his wife gets more more sleep than him. So he thinks if you well, go, everyone in the world gets more sleep than us. I know. <laughs> why does he? Why doesn't he realize? He could also that? go to bed earlier. Yeah, exactly. Just do that. No, nah, I I don't recommend doing the Valdez schedule. At now, all. Yes. By the way, how my sleep run gets so much gets so much play on the junks. My my sleep uh, uh, pre game my routine that I, I know. do. Ab loves saying the Vegas nerve. Oh yeah, Va- Vegas or Vegas. It's one of those two. It's just it's getting it's getting out of hand. I, I know I can't. I, sleep. Hey, by the way, I figured something out, and I and I need to clarify this. Talking about your routine and what you do at night, you guys were piling on Drabby for wasting his life on social media, right? <laughs> or just wasting your life in general. We're all wasting our lives, right? None <laughs> of us are doing anything special. Yeah. But I re- I came to the realization that the reason why my Instagram is so high is because I'm driving and Instagramming at the same time every day. <laughs> I have a long drive home to Aldi every day, that and that's sense. where I do my TikTok and an Instagram. Uh, all right, I want I want you to know that. Okay, I'm you not see, sitting at home. You want all the bass to know that you're not. Sitting I'm not on that your couch. loser you think I am. Sitting on my phone all day long. I was trying to figure out why that number was so high. You're. Eight, eight minutes. I, I was eight minutes, eight forty-five seconds. seconds a day. You were forty-six minutes a day. Forty-five minutes. Which I actually, I've looked at my activity before. It's been higher than that. That was a relatively low week for me. And then Cody Betts comes in the studio after hearing that segment. He tells me that he's only on Instagram for a couple minutes a day. It was a little bit depressing. But then I figured out why. Well, you it's know, so you can, know, you can always say is what? I'm I'm using it for work. Yeah, I'm studying I mean, all those Instagram babes for work, babe. <laughs> <laughs> I I actually I do follow some Instagram babes. I had to mute them because the uncomfortableness of my wife if you're on your phone like just, and then seeing big d- bouncing in your yeah, face. Yeah, like I'm never gonna text another chick. I'm not interested in 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 anything like that. Like actually making uh you know poor decisions in my life. As f- the most I'll ever go is is getting sized for Instagram babes, right? And there's only a couple that I follow. But the, like the other day, my wife wanted to show me. So I told me to look at a message she sent me on Instagram, uh-huh. and she, she sent me right like next, a reel or something. She, she sent me a reel about yeah. twins or something. I don't remember. So then I load up the Instagram next to my uh-huh. wife, exactly. and, you load it up, and then all of a sudden, and you it's see my girl Gabby Epstein in like some <laughs> skimpy G string, and I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> And so now I've like muted the the, the, uh, the women that I follow on Instagram. Not that I follow a lot or I'm some big perv or anything, you, but you, every guy follows a few. You, you know what's you know what's funny is yeah. like when you pull up Gabby or yeah. you, you scroll through Gabby, uh-huh. and almost you see Adam Epstein like picture. <laughs> no, no. You know who's a big perv? <laughs> Bodie. There's there's an Instagram babe that I follow. I'm sure many of you do. Uh, name uh, Demi Rose. Okay. Okay. And just a big butt, just big butt white girl. Okay, big, <laughs> just, just big, big natural big, jugs. Just the biggest butt injection known to man. And every it's, time it's, I see one of her photos <laughs> pop up in my feed, it says, like by Bodie. <laughs> it always makes me chuckle. <laughs> Bodie, if you don't know, used to work at the radio station as a producer. Now he lives in Denver and is a good friend of mine. But that's, that's it always kinda, makes me laugh. And AWOD's the king of just. 
just well, what's following. The, what's the point? What's the point of liking? I don't know. It, like he'll be one out of like. Hey, do you think nine hundred thousand likes? Dem- do you think Demi Rose is yeah. going to see is, is going to no. see Bodie's profile and say, "Oh my God, that yeah. that balding club foot guy yeah. needs but, to be inside." Let me. me let me move this bald <laughs> zero to Ibiza <laughs> with me. <laughs> oh my! Oh my God! Hey, that that ginger A one need, needs to be. I need to sit on its face ASAP. <laughs> I don't know. Instagram it is a giant time suck. It is, but it is, but it is it is interesting. But but I, and I told you I again, and I made the case on the junkies. I love TikTok. I'm a TikToker. Yeah, you're. A I'll never have my own. I'll never. I'll never post ask, in one thing. Let me ask you a question. What's the What's the babe situation on TikTok? I don't know. I don't follow it. I, I'm not interested. Because I've seen, I've seen, because uh, I'm not, I'm not into, like, I'm not the really ins- into the what Instagram. they have to say. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'm not into the Instagram babe stuff, but I am into the golfer babe stuff. Well, I think golf babe is big on TikTok, as it is on all of them. Well, you know what all these, these guys I mean, do now? They just create accounts on all the social media stuff, so they double dip. They double dip their their earnings right. basically. Well, they, well go, like golf babe stuff has surged so much in the last two years. Yeah, and basically these these probably sevens, all right? Mm-hmm. These sevens in terms of Instagram. So Demi Rose is probably a ten, right? Right, she is absolutely. All right, <laughs> all right. so you have this seven who probably doesn't have as big a butt as Demi, right? Mm-hmm. Doesn't have as but big, looks great for but looks great in a golf skirt. Swing in a club. That's because so. The, so what they do is they basically get lessons. All right, right. <laughs> they're terrible at golf. <laughs> they're terrible at golf. They get lessons, so they have somewhat of a formidable swing. All right, I, I, I and know. then all of a sudden they rocket themselves into a ten when they were probably a soft six. <laughs> <laughs> Women in sports are always r- desired by the rubes out there. Of course, even if they're mildly attractive, you know. Yes. Oh, overrated. Oh, she's so hot and can talk to me about sports. Why is that? Why is that? Do Let me good? tell you why. My wife's not into sports. And actually, you know what? Sometimes it bothers me. I kind of wish she was a little bit more <laughs> no. into sports than she is. No, it's now, I don't want her hot take about Josh Allen or anything like that. <laughs> no, it's because men are stupid. We are stupid. And we're, right? and we're gluttonous. We want it all. We're not willing to pick and choose qualities and attributes. We want, we want, we're so into ourselves that we want a girl version of ourselves. That's why guys fawn over these girls who love sports so much. Does that make sense? Yeah, it, it does make sense. But I, I don't want my, you know, a woman guzzling beers and eating potato chips on the couch next to me. <laughs> right? I want her to have a clue. Like I'm telling you, my wife doesn't know who the Kansas City Chiefs are, and that kind of ricks me. Well, here's here's the problem. Like Awad. Awad's dream girl is oh, someone that he can smooch with who has wing sauce all over their lips. And that he can talk about Wizards basketball. Kuzma's box, you know, stat line from the night before. Yes. But that's that's too I, much. That's what I envision is them rubbing wing sauce on each other's mouths before kissing <laughs> at a sports bar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's a fine line there somewhere. There, there. I don't. Why do we? Oh, golf babes. Yeah, golf babes. Sorry. All right. So, uh, before we end the show, I want to tell you, I uh, speaking of TikTok, and maybe this, I, I told you about the old hockey guy. By the yeah, way, old one of hockey. Our, yeah, one of our listeners knows him, or he's a family he's the, cousins he's the, with he's him. He's the cousin of. I'm him. a little bit I bet jealous. He is a cousin. I want to meet that guy. 
Maybe we can interview. Hey, him. you know what we should do is we should do a remote broadcast from his cabin. I I, I would love that. That would be. You a, think he would let us do that? Well, he's got five million followers, so I don't know how interested interested he is in drab and Valdez. But he, you know, maybe we can make the pitch through we'll the cousin. The- All right, the it actually is a girl on on TikTok or in, in Instagram that I found. I'm not interested in her for her looks, even though she's like an attractive college girl. Okay, but I found this girl on Instagram who flies her own pi- uh, her own private planes. Like net, like a golf, like she a G6. Bought, she, bought, she took pilot lessons, right? <laughs> and she flies around a 1952 Bonanza. This little plane. <laughs> Is that like a crop duster? <laughs> Basically. <laughs> it's like a, two, a one-seater, a two-seater. But this, she posts the most beautiful photos of the sunsets. Like and panoramic and she skyline moved, pictures. And what she does, like every weekend, she, she was like in Ann Arbor because she went to University of Michigan. Uh, I think our Instagram handle is Bayflight, but she's also on TikTok. Some I don't know. You'll you'd find her if you're interested in it. She made flying look like the greatest thing on earth, and that anybody can do it. And she started hyping up buying your own private plane. Isn't that expensive? And I started looking into it. You can actually, dude. I'm telling you, you can buy a plane for like fifty thousand dollars. Are you saying you're gonna put it in so, your garage? So, no, no. You keep it in the hangar. Oh. You pay like a monthly fee. Right, just like we do with our, with our horses, <laughs> yeah. okay. And this girl would go to the airport, and she'd fly all. You know, she'd take her mom to a nice restaurant in like uh, Kalamazoo or something. You know, <laughs> right for the weekend. <laughs> nice to- restaurant in Kalamazoo. So she would. So she lives in Michigan. She li- she just moved to California, oh, right? Okay. So like, let's say, let's say if she was in L.A., she would like fly up the coast to, to San Francisco. Napa Valley oh, okay. for the afternoon, right? right? Do a sunset. Do you know how you do have like a sunset cruise Yeah, at, at like a resort? Sunset flight. Yes, sunset it's, flight. But she's got like all the GoPros on the wings and everything. Dude, so this, it, it looks, looks so badass. She's being, romanticizing flying. Absolutely. It looks like the most peaceful thing ever. Just getting in a plane by yourself flying over the the shoreline or flying wherever you want just listening to music all right and then you could have all these think about this you and the boys head over to the Manassas airport okay <laughs> all right. you get in your private little jet and you fly down to Pinehurst for the weekend <laughs> we basically, we got to start it by hand that right? doesn't make that's not very real no 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 these are nice planes i think they're upgraded you know they're they're not going to drop out of the sky it's very scary. All I can think about is drab. I don't know anything about flying. All I can think about is drab as Randy Quaid and Independence. Day. <laughs> <laughs> and he crop, and he crop dusts the wrong field. <laughs> no, and then, then flying his plane up the spaceship's uh, lunar beam. You know how EB says I'm an interesting guy. Yes, that's because my, my like that's the stuff I get interested in. Now I'll go down for a few weeks into a private plane wormhole. And I'll learn a little <laughs> bit about it, and then I'll retain one or two things for the next ten years about flying private planes. And then, and you'll, less, ask, then you'll ask me to go have. Then you'll ask me to go halvesies with you. Hey, if EB can go halvesy on a Miata with his neighbor, uh, what was it, Marcel? Marcel. Marcel yeah. Then I can go halvesy with you on it about an airplane. <laughs> and does, right? does it have two we, seats? Yeah, yeah, it's two seats, and I am actually I think I had rooms for in the back for a, a third yeah. person. We'll be like someone photo. I'll get into golf, and then we'll go yeah. down to fly I, down to know, Myrtle Beach. Hey, someone, someone Photoshop Indiana Jones when he's with his dad, <laughs> with me and Drab in the two seater plane, please, and send it to Bit Season. All right, yeah, let's <laughs> let, let's see that. So that is my new. Uh, 
inter- <laughs> interest of the week. <laughs> yeah, say, inter- my, interest du jour. Yeah. Now, February, I'll be on to something yeah. else. Wait until, yeah, wait until Valentine's Day and Drab saying, think about getting a steamboat. <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking of, <clears throat> speaking of Valentine's Day, let's get those cameos going, huh? Yeah, by the way, that's a great Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day present. If you're a, if you're a female biddy out there, get a get a junks uh, uh, bit season cameo for your guy or vice versa. If you, if your lady likes the show, yeah. it's prime it's prime cameo season. Right. What you know? What roses go dead. You know what doesn't go dead? Cameo. A four minute cameo from Valdez and Drag. <laughs> yeah, unless you drop your phone and it's not in the cloud, then it goes dead. Oh, it's in your email. You could always turn it back. All right, so check out uh, Junk Producers on Cameo. I think we're out of time here. We've been going way too long. Yeah. yeah. Uh, thanks to Dave from uh, Magnolia Admissions. Love him. Check it out. If you or anyone you know in your family is going through the college application process, Dave is a huge help, and uh, he can change your future forever. Absolutely. By Definitely getting into can. the right school. Yeah. Drab would apply to more schools if he could get in. Or- no, that'd be, I'd be part of the problem. And I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, do you respect me a little bit more for getting into Baylor? <laughs> I, I don't know anything about Baylor. All right. They got a great medical school. You're going to be Dr. Drab. No, I'm pilot Drab. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, have a great week. We'll talk to you soon on the junkies and have a great weekend. Feels good being back. Later. Later. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.